Is your home an ADT home? Get ADT and help protect against break-ins, fire, and carbon monoxide. For a limited time, get ADT's lowest rate starting at just $28.99 a month from the most trusted name in home security. That's just a dollar a day. ADT is the first security company to help keep you safe at home and when you're on the go with the new ADT Go app. ADT Go features includes family locator, private messaging, automatic check-ins, and safe driving reports. It even includes an SOS button with a 24-7 emergency response. And you get ADT Go with a purchase of any security system. So go to ADT.com slash podcast to take advantage of ADT's lowest rate. With 36-month monitoring contract, early termination and installation fees apply. Excludes taxes and fees applies to traditional services only. Certain markets excluded. Licenses available at ADT.com. ADT. Tested. Trusted. Proven. And now you can live in it for one hour each week right here on Podcast One. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hello. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Good. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're actually pre-recording this because right now, as we speak, when you hear this, oh no, I'll be back. From your trip. Yes. Yes. I have two weeks... Of craziness. No, it's a whole month of crazy. It really is. Oh, it's a, by the way, like you have no days off. No. And when I say no days off, like you have no, like, I don't know when you're going to sleep. Really? I mean, you'll, I mean, I think when you're on the, the trips with the kids, it'll be fine, but you're going to be like nonstop. And then the weekends you have things going, like it's, it's like a full packed month. Yes, it is. Yeah. So... The weekend at Evine, and then I'm taking the girls to San Francisco for four days, three and a half days, and then I get like a couple of days, no? I feel like you have things going on that weekend, though. Yeah, I do. Well, we have the Lido House that's, event. That's that and weekend, then, right. Yeah, and then I'm taking Nikki and a couple of friends and Coco to Mammoth. Right. Skiing. Yep. What am I going to do while they ski? That's right. I feel like you'll have a little downtime. I don't know. It, am I going to be nervous? I'm going to be like standing by the mountain? What no, because no? they've, they've done it before. You've been fine. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll just be like a nice little you time. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's like a place I'm unfamiliar with. I'm just, I don't know. We'll see. You don't, you don't want to just like walk around and check out the little town? Not really. <laughs> no? No. So what are you going to do? What I was thinking I was going to do, what, well, all right, so we're getting in Monday. San Francisco's handled. I mean, that's yeah. just going to be fun and yeah. we're going to run around and you know, see things and shop and right. eat and it'll be fun. And I get to see my friend, Jen James, right. my best friend since fourth grade, who I love, 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 and her daughter, Sheridan. Mm-hmm. What's funny is they're going on their girl's trip the next day. So I got, oh, I we hit the perfect night. I'm so glad it worked out. So I'm excited to see her. Um, and then, but the mammoth thing, I don't know. I mean, I've never been there before and I don't ski and my ankle's not great right. still. So, cause I'd rolled it a few weeks ago. So I don't really want to start with that. I also, I don't like the whole downhill thing. The whole idea of being out of control and being and going downhill doesn't appeal to me. You? It sounds like fun. I wish, I, but I'm just so not athletic. Really? <laughs> oh, no. You couldn't ski? I don't know. I've never even tried or thought about it. Maybe if I had a buddy to ski with. 
I would try it maybe, but like I've tried to like get on a skateboard. That's no bueno. No, I can't get on a skateboard. But they either. say snowboarding is like that. I mean, you. Well, have... I didn't say snowboarding. I I'm just skiing. saying the whole thing is all pretty much the same. Coco's like, "Will you ski with me?" And I'm like, "I can't. You're already better than me. I don't <laughs> ski. Right. I'm gonna hold you back." And right. she was like, "Oh." And who knows? Maybe she'll get over it the first day, and then you'll have her as like your buddy to hang out with. I don't know. She loves it. Yeah. She really wanted to hang out with Nikki and his buddies. So Aww. she's going to hang out with them. They have instructors. They'll have, you know, be handled and mm-hmm. we'll see. And if she's over it the next day, I'll take her tubing or we'll just exactly. go do something else. But if she loves it, the, all the days that we're there and they just do that all day, I was just kind of thinking to have a like a mellow break. Like just, you know, I have to still get them up early, get them mm-hmm. to the mountain and the whole thing. And then I thought I would go to the gym. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. gyms there yes go to the gym maybe there's a spa yeah go get a massage maybe get a massage maybe just i don't know walk around i don't know just sit somewhere with take a beautiful a nap. view yeah sleep whenever you want it's yeah just like cool... and and it's not like they're gonna be gone till 6 p.m i mean yeah i'm feeling it's like they're it's, at school literally it's like a nine to three thing i yeah. almost kind of feel like there's not gonna be that much downtime like i'm gonna get them to their instructors Go back to the hotel, work out, shower and change, and then all of a sudden it's time to go back and <laughs> exactly. get them. Exactly. And then I'll feed them and, you know, I don't know. We'll see what's around yeah. there to do. No, it'll be, it'll be fun. I love that I get that time with them, though. Yeah, it's sort of like that you're sort of separating the two, too. Yeah, so it's like except Nikki. with Coco. But I just know she – I would have taken Kat, too. Max is – her school's too real. Like right. I can't, she can't miss it a week. But um, Kat probably could. Yeah. But she doesn't like the snow that much. Kat? Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. That's interesting. I said, do you want to come? Do you want to ski? She goes, I'm not skiing. I go, then you're not coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> nope. Not doing that. Nope. Nope. Then you stay in school. Yeah. Sorry. You're already having your break. I'm looking forward to it though. I mean, I don't know. It should be cute. But yeah. And then I think like five days later, we go to New York. Oh, we might have to go to New York twice, right? Right. Well, we'll see what happens with yeah. that. Yeah. A lot of traveling. But you know what the good thing is? It's all really positive fun stuff i'm so excited about oh and we have the adam carolla event Mm -hmm. on april 21st if you uh haven't gotten your tickets yet you can go to eventbrite.com that's e-v-e-n-t-b-r-i-t-e eventbrite.com and you can get tickets to see adam carolla is doing a live taping of his podcast huge podcast and i'm his guest so it's perfect it's in santa ana at the esports arena and it's going to be awesome but there's only i think 500 seats and it's selling out so if you want to go and you i think it's the perfect date night it is guys love adam chicks like me (laughs) exactly come bring your spouse what a great thing it would be so funny like like you could say to your husband um i got tickets (laughs) we're gonna go see heather dubrow no just i got tickets for you to see adam carolla no no i think they should like mess with them (laughs) guess what i got tickets to see heather dubrow and he'll be like Really? You go, oh yeah, but it's Adam Carolla's show. Oh, okay. So <laughs> or go the opposite and yeah. just say, aren't I the best Exactly. Wife? I would say, get yeah, get the kudos. Uh, get I the got you tickets for Adam Carolla's live podcast. And I'll be like, she's the best <laughs> wife ever. And then show up and like, I'm the guest. And you'll be like, I had no idea. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. And Terry will be there too. And you know, he loves to take pictures with people. So... <laughs> You could probably get a photo op with the botch doc. Totally. I'm so excited about it, though. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah. We're going to drink mangria. It'll be so good. Drink champs. You got you to gotta 
yeah, you got to bring your bottle of champagne. Not Colette, but like, you know. Yeah, no, just trust me, bottle. I'm bringing champs. <laughs> Saturday, April 21st, Esports Arena in Santa Ana, eventbright.com. How much do we love our box of style? Oh, obsessed with it. I think this is one of my favorite ones ever. Me too. I, what, I just what was love your the favorite product? product? Um, I See, I love all of, like the coconut oil products. I loved the sunglasses. Oh, yeah, those are cute too. I actually gave the sunglasses to Max. Oh, really? They were gorgeous. Beautiful. It was exactly what every fashion house is showing right now. The pink and the perfect shape. So she trendy, She freaked yeah. out when I gave them to her. <laughs> you know what I love about... Uh, box of style is that some things I take for me, I give to my teenage daughter, yeah. <laughs> she can steal for me. I love this. It's a, an incredible box curated by the one and only Rachel Zoe. I mean, come on. How much more stylish can you get right. than Rachel Zoe? So for my listeners, you can go to boxofstyle.com slash Heather and enter promo code Heather. Okay. Boxofstyle.com slash Heather and enter promo code Heather. Um, and you're going to get $25 off your first season. Okay. When you use promo code Heather, what's so cool is that there's over $400 worth of product. I know you've heard of subscription boxes before, but here's the difference. When you open box of style, these products are beautiful. I mean, there's a Rachel Zoe, um, beach cover up in there. There's sunglasses, there's a choker, there's beauty products, it's you feel like you would like spend a fortune and the packaging is gorgeous even the box like i love saving the box i love all of it box of style b-o-x-o-f-s-t-y-l-e boxofstyle.com slash heather using promo code heather and you are going to get 25 dollars off of your first season when you use code heather at checkout it's awesome. It's a luxury subscription experience curated by designer Rachel Zoe, and it's delivered four times a year. This is great for a busy modern woman who doesn't have time to like go out there and find all the trendy stuff. They, she, they send it right to you. So easy. It is so easy. And instead of spending 400 bucks, you're spending so much less. And with your uh, promo code, you're getting $25 off that first season. Like Rachel Zoe says, California is such a special place this edition pays homage by featuring all california founded brands to put you in the golden state of mind i love that this box is awesome so go to boxofstyle.com slash heather did i tell you about coco's nail polish situation you mentioned it so um i was out it was like a wednesday night and we were in la we had we had that charity event to go to and the next morning i come you know i I go in order, age order. Yeah. As always, wake up Nikki, handle him. Wake up Max, handle her. And then I go into Kat's room where she and Coco are sleeping. And I wake them up and whatever. So I take Coco into her room and she's in a great mood, talking, laughing, whatever. And then we, our routine is, you know, brush teeth, blah, 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 brush hair. And then we go into her closet, we pick out her clothes, we get her dressed. You, yeah. but she will not pick out her clothes the night before. And she just... It, she refuses. And if we ever do it, she won't wear them. So it's not even worth it. Right. So we pick out her clothes, but she's pretty fast in the morning. Pick out her clothes... And she goes, I, I don't want you in here while I'm changing. Oh. And I go, all right. So I sit outside the closet and then she comes out. She's like, have you ever worn pink nail polish? And I'm like, yeah, I think I have pink nail polish on now. She's like, okay. She goes back in her closet and she comes out. She goes, I have nail polish on. She shows me her hands and her hands are painted sparkly, 
pink and blue, pink and blue, pink and blue. So the night before when I was in LA, Danielle painted her nails. And then Danielle told me later, she was looking at Danielle's nail polish and she said, your nails are pretty. And Danielle said, I can paint yours. And she goes, okay. So what color do you want? So they pulled them out. She painted her nails. Yeah. But you know, Coco is like, don't look at me. Doesn't want people commenting and the whole thing. So I said, do you want me to take it off? And because it's before school. And she goes, no. Mm -hmm. And I went, okay, that's cool. She doesn't want me to take it off. All right. Um, She goes to school and she's with Kat and they're walking and usually they hold hands when they walk in. But I'm watching them walk in and Coco's hands are in her pockets. Uh And I'm thinking, oh, crap. This is not going to go well. Two minutes later, five minutes later or something, Kat calls me from her phone Mm -hmm. and says, Coco's crying. She needs to talk to you. And I'm like, okay. And I had given her like a really good impassioned speech in the morning about how proud I was of her and being your own person and being confident in the whole thing. She's crying. She's like, I don't want to be here. I want to go home. I don't want to use my hands. And I, and I said, well, by the time I go buy nail polish remover and come back and do it for you, it's going to be a couple hours and you're going to smell like nail polish remover. So we, so we talked and I go, listen. No one's going to say anything to you. She's like, everyone's going to say something. And I said, so just say this to them back. Just say, yeah, no big deal. Moving on. (laughs) And I said, the thing is, I go, it's like when you wore your hair down for the first time at school a few weeks ago, people commented on it because you always wear your hair in a ponytail. The more you go outside your comfort zone and wear your hair down or wear it in a different fashion or put nail polish on, people will stop commenting on it because right. it'll just become who you are. I'm like, Katerina went through this. She considered herself a tomboy and she wanted to wear a dress to school and it was a whole big to-do. And I'm like, Kat, tell her. She's like, that... Oh, I, no, I said, Kat wanted to wear a pink shirt one day to school. And I'm telling her this whole story. So Coco puts down the phone, but I can hear it. She goes, yells to Kat across yeah. the quad. Kat, you were embarrassed to wear a pink shirt? <laughs> I'm like, well, that was for her. This is for you. Oh, so funny. Anyway, so she, okay, she did the day. I picked her up from school. I'm like, how did it go? She goes, they asked me about it. Uh-huh. I go, what'd they say? She goes, so-and-so said, oh, I like your nail polish. It was nothing was mean. <laughs> I'm like, that's nice. They're just complimenting you. It's okay. Yeah. She's like, but the boys didn't notice yet. I'm like, and they will or they won't. I have news. Boys don't notice things sometimes. I right. go, I'll get a whole... Even at that age. I'll get a whole haircut or whatever, and dad won't notice. I'll have to go, did you see I dyed my hair purple? Oh, right. Nice. Yeah. I go, they don't notice. Don't worry. So I sort of thought we were in the clear. But that night, she was talking about the nail polish again. I go... Would you like me to take it off? Right. That's the weird part is that she just didn't say like, as soon as we get home, take it off. No. She didn't want to take it off. And I go, you know what? That's very cool. I'm proud of you. Yeah. You know, you're, we're working it. You're working it out. Yeah. You're getting outside your comfort zone. I think that's terrific. So the next day at school, when she didn't want to take it off, they were doing this thing at school for the Iditarod. Uh-huh. Do you know what the Iditarod yeah. is? It's the dog races oh, in okay. Alaska. So they've been doing a whole unit on it. And each of the kids follows a musher. Uh-huh. I remember when Kat did this, if you, you know, when she was in first grade, but they've supersized this thing. This thing was so cool. Uh-huh. And they did so, it at the school? Yeah, this was at school. So they had each done like different, pro- and I work at the school sometimes, you know, I do centers right. in class. So I've seen some of the projects, but I didn't get to see all of them. So we go into their classroom in first grade and they did a presentation in front of all the parents. They spelled out Iditarod and each letter stood for something like 
T was teamwork. Mm -hmm. And one kid would say what teamwork means in the Iditarod, and one would say what teamwork means in their own life. Okay. And they would go, first graders. Yeah. So they'd go, they went through the Iditarod letters, they all went, and then they sang a song, which was so cute. It was like, you know how that song, like the arm bones connected to the ankle bone, not ankle, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So they did like the lead dogs connected to the back dog or whatever it was. So cute. First grade teacher, who knew she had mad guitar skills, pulls out her guitar. They sing this cute song. And then we go to their desks and they show us this entire folder of all this research they've done and the musher they've been following. And they, they had told them to wear winter clothes and they had made in class, they had made bibs. They called them bibs, but they were t-shirts cut that looked like the racers bibs. Oh my God, that's so cute. With their racers name on it <laughs> and the numbers and all things. But this is where it got really clever. They have a quad area and in the quad area, they did like a race around the quad, down a ramp, and to a finish line. What it was, it was four teams, and they were like these little robots. The robots looked like um, blobs. They were like blob robots that moved, okay? okay. Almost like, a, you know, jacks? You know, you play jacks with yeah. a ball? They looked like that, like sort of three-pronged robot things. Okay. Attached to the robot was like a sled that each of the kids, the teams had made. So like... Three kids on a team. Yeah. So they each made a sled and they each made a person, like kind of like a clothespin person yeah. to put in the sled. So maybe it was four kids. All right. So there's four people in the sled, string attached to the robot. And the, the kid has, each kid has an iPad. Okay. And it's a relay race. Okay. And they have a program on the iPad where they're moving the robot. What? Around the track. It's around high tech? Yes. Around the quad down the ramp to the finish line that says Nome, which is where they finish, huge finish line, the whole thing. And when the first kid gets to a certain point, they got to pass off the iPad. That way everyone gets a chance at the iPad? It's a relay race. Oh, my and gosh. So, the, so, so Coco had told me that their, their team in practice won every time, I, and I had to explain what game day players means. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, you never know. There could be a game day player in the game. She's like, what is that? I'm like, they come in, they kill it. So the race starts, and her team is dead last. Yeah. This first kid is like not working the thing right. It's like glitching, whatever. And Coco is, you know, like, like a caged like animal. <laughs> like, oh my God, give me the iPad. But she waits for the thing to come to her and she takes the iPad and she gets him in fir- and now in first, right? Is she, at the, is she last? Or no, she, she the wasn't middle. the anchor. Oh. She was like the second one. And then the third one continued their lead. And then the fourth one killed it. Oh, was no. just standing there. And they were like a foot from the finish oh, line. No. And this other team went ahead of them and won, but they got second place. The kid got it together. They got second place. It was so darn cute. And then at the end, in the actual Iditarod, they have a red lantern prize. Mm-hmm. And that's for the team that comes in last. Okay. And it means the race is over. Oh, okay. So the lantern is lit until the last musher comes in. Got it. And it's really cool. I mean, because there's stories about these mushers. You know, someone gets ill and the other mushers like forego their race to stay with, you know, the musher yeah. until they can get help. So no one like leave no man behind. Kind of. It's so great. But this thing was so crazy. That is insane. And I have to say, I mean, I know it sounds high tech and it is a private school. But when you look at the school, it's not. Um, it's not like a techie school. Well, it is very high tech, but the school itself, it doesn't look like Neiman Marcus. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, Like, it looks like a regular... Right. Like, elementary school, yeah. middle school. Yeah. It looks like a regular school, except the where they spend the tuition is on all those kinds of technology right. to teach the kids. It was incredible. That is... So- but what happened was, they were wearing the winter garb, and at the end, she didn't want to take her 
gloves off because of the nail polish. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm standing there. She kind of snapped at me. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, no. What I go, happened? if you speak to me like that, I'm leaving. She looked at me. She says, no, 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 don't go. I go, I offered to take the nail polish off. You didn't want to take it off. I am proud of you for leaving it on. Be a confident person. So she finally took the other glove off. She was fine. It all went well. Oh, my gosh. So did you finally take off the No, she still has it on. Really? It's like like six days in. Yep, (laughs) chipping off. That is so interesting. She's so intense, that little thing. She's so intense. But the thing is, you know, the thing with her is that there's a lot of control issues. Mm -hmm. I don't know where she gets that from. But she also, you know, she gets embarrassed by things, but she wants to do them. And I want to try, what I'm trying to do is, you know, get her a place where she doesn't care what other people think. Right. Or it doesn't affect her. I'm not sure she cares what they think, but she's embarrassed to be noticed in some ways. Although, we'll go to Easter and she she wants to. She wears a dress. She has her hair. When the mother-daughter lunch, she had a braid in her hair, lip gloss on. She has no problem. That's so interesting, It's just at school. Right, but it's certain situations. Yeah, so it's situational, or maybe it's a mood thing. Like if she's just not in the mood for it. Seems to only be school, so I don't know if it's because it's the boys are there or because she's always so rigidly dressed when she goes that when she veers from the norm, people make comments. When you go to Easter brunch, everyone, everyone's like that. Everyone's dressed, so everyone says, "Oh, you look so pretty." Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like it's just wow. Let me single she you out. Stand out. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Is she okay with like any sort of public speaking? Or- yes. She so speaks she- beautifully. She had to speak at the Iditarod thing. She got, oh, the other thing I forgot to tell you, that there was a second part of the Iditarod thing. There was the classroom thing and the, and the, um, the race. The race. In between, they went into this little common room mm-hmm. and they called it a wax museum. Mm-hmm. And they each had their, you know, they had their outfits on and they stood around the room, mm-hmm. scattered, and they had, they made buttons. Okay. Like just, you know, paper circles, they color it and yeah. it says press here. And you would, it, it was a wax museum. You'd walk up and you would press their button and they go, hi, my name is Michael Williams Jr. And I'm 32 years old. I've been a musher for eight years. That's, and they would say the whole. And they would say the whole thing. A lot of kids were holding papers, which was fine. Coco had the whole thing memorized. Really? Yeah, she had told it to me the night before. So I knew she had it memorized. Yeah. I didn't tell her to. It's funny how all your kids are, are so, so different. good at that. No, but they're so good at memorizing. Yes. Not all kids are like that. Like obviously that, you know, other kids had like the papers. All of your kids know how to memorize lyrics, poems, you know. Yeah, it's true. Theater. Like they're all really good at that. But it's, a spe- I think it's especially easy to memorize when you like it. Right. But I've, I, I Nikki like- school just drums it into them they're very into public speaking and poetry and all that so that's been drummed into him to be able to do that but i think great thing it's a great skill but i think with the girls i think especially when they love something although with cat she had to memorize um the preamble Uh uh-huh to the constitution right and uh she could she was like oh i just can't get it i go oh schoolhouse rock Do you know what that yeah, is? Of course. They She's like, what is Schoolhouse Rock? I'm like, this is how we all learned it. We actually had, we, everyone was sitting, taking the test. We the people <laughs> in order for... <laughs> yep, you sing it. You just sing it. It's the so, easiest way. So true. I mean, that's how I taught them our phone numbers. You make it, do it in a little sing-song voice yeah. like, five, 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 uh-huh. one, two, one, two. <laughs> and then they remember it. Exactly. So funny. So funny. But it was, a, I have to say, it was so, and what was cute was Nikki didn't have school that day because mm-hmm. it was Good Friday. So his school was off and I said, you're coming mm-hmm. to Coco's thing. And he was like, how early is it? And yeah. I'm like, 
whatever, you're coming. He was such a good sport. He came and Kat came. Max couldn't come because she had like a, an important class during that mm-hmm. period of time. But um, Nikki came in and it was so cute because Coco's friend Stella, her group went first with the button pressing, the wax oh, okay. museum. So Nikki walks over to Stella and he presses her button. And she goes, hi, my name is Michael Williams. And he presses again. Hi, my name. She totally got the joke immediately. Like he just pressed it like That's four times in a row. So hilarious. So cute. And then something crazy happened. So we're standing there. So I'm going to go because yeah. the event's over, whatever. They're staying at school, obviously, because it was only 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. And I was going to take Nikki home. And he ran into Max in the quad. And he came over to me and he goes, can I stay mm-hmm. and just shadow with Max today? I go, Really? I go, you know, you don't have school today. You want to hang out? With... But he has friends in her grade right. at her school. I'm like, you sure you want to go to school today? And he's like, yeah, I want to I wanna hang out. He had the best time. Is it because he was able to sort of be there and not have to do, obviously, the, the schoolwork, but like, in, like reap the benefits from the whole thing of like... I don't know. I think it was a, I think it was a combination of things. I think anyone else's school is going to be better than yours because there's something different about it, yeah. right? Grass is always greener. Yep. And he was like, oh, I wish I had gone to this school. This school is so much cooler. And mm-hmm. But they do different things. His school is very traditional. Right. And this is a little more techie. And he loved the technology class. He loved it. Yeah. And, and what was so cute was they haven't been to school together since first grade. Crazy. So to watch them, I'm going to get teary talking about, but to watch them like walk around the quad together and they're like teenagers i'm so excited they're going to the same school next year i know they're gonna have the best because they'll never go to the same college what are the chances of that and i don't even want them to they should have separate experiences and whatnot but i love for them to have this experience together totally did that just get more excited for oh yeah yeah it was so cute i wanted to take a picture but i knew they'd freak (laughs) out so i refrained so sweet it was really really cute yeah That's nice. Yeah, it was a good day. Hey, Natalie, tell us about the new bedding that you found. Um, I'm obsessed with it, first of all. Um, What's it called? Brooklinen. Oh, right. Brooklinen.com. Yes. Yes. So, because for me, I mean, I always use like Target brands. Yeah. Like really inexpensive, just something to... You know, get but that, that's the hard to sleep on rough sheets and cheap sheets. So when you wash them, they get pilly and everything. I know. I just didn't, you know what it was? I didn't know any better. And I think that's what it was. But with Brooklinen, literally it was like night and day. Yeah, I've heard of them. They uh, they won the best online bedding category for good housekeeping. Plus, they have so many colors and patterns and stuff. I just got white, but... <laughs> no, white but is clean do. and yeah. chic. But you know what? Some people like to put like a neutral color um, duvet cover on their bed and then have mm-hmm. like fun color sheets underneath. Yep. So I think that's pretty cool. Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets Natalie's ever tried. She loves them. So if you go to brooklinen.com, they have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code Heather at brooklinen.com. Uh, and Brooklyn is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. So the only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code Heather at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K. L-I-N-E-N dot com. Promo code Heather. Brooklyn and best sheets ever. What's up with you? Um, what's going on? Gosh, I don't even know. Um, I feel like I had a whole list of things to tell you. Now I forgot. Um, I weirdly feel like I'm getting pneumonia. Oh, will you stop? I think you're 
Hypochondric? Yes, I really do. No, but if I was a hypochondric, I would actually get the diseases, <laughs> right? No. Oh. You're hypochondriac. You think like if, if, you're, <coughs> if you're coughing, you're like, oh my God, I'm like, like what you're saying. I'm you just telling I'm you, I think I have pneumonia. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I don't know. I don't have it in my thing. I don't oh. know. I feel like um, things are going well. Yeah. Just in general. I think things are good. No? Yes. <laughs> are still- things are good. I don't know. I just got emergently tired. <laughs> Because I have pneumonia. Right. I'm going on 27 trips. <laughs> it hit you. It all what hit I you. am excited about. So we're going to my niece's bat mitzvah in May. And it's in Connecticut. Yeah. And I think a couple of things. I, I, you know, Terry, we're taking off so much. He t- has to take off time for botched press and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's flying in a day later than us because he couldn't leave a day earlier. So he's meeting us there. But I thought I have a day free. I might drive them to like where I grew up. That would be amazing. Show them where I went to high school. You have to. Driving by my old house. Yeah, you have to do that. That'd be fun? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So then I might do that. Just make it sort of like a low-impact day. Drive them over to Chappaqua. Take them have to like lunch over there. Like a little deli or something you always talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to go to Rockies. Yeah. For a Yoo-Hoo. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> what we have to do. So funny. Yeah. I wonder if the same family owns it. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. Anyway, so um, I'm going to do that. And then we were just going to fly home Saturday night. But Terry's botched press is like that Monday. And I'm like, well, you're not going to fly home Saturday and fly back Sunday to New York. That would make no sense at all. And he's like, well, what am I going to do by myself? I go, I will stay. (laughs) You don't even have to ask me. No, you don't even have to ask me twice. (laughs) I will stay. So I'm kind of excited because even, you know, I'm doing the kids trips. Right. And he and I, you know, go to Minnesota, but it's not like Rancho Relaxo time where the two of us can just be alone together. Right. So I said, let's just take advantage. And that's like your guys' place. Everyone keeps asking me about the places you like to go eat in New New York. York. Mm -hmm. Um, They they also want to know like the Vegas places and whatever, but since we're talking about New York, you should just give like bullet points of everywhere you like to go. Oh, okay. So what I love, and we were just talking about it last night because we were like, do we want to see a show? Mm -hmm. Do we not want to see a show? By the way, if if anyone's seen anything new on Broadway, I heard Mean Girls is amazing. Oh, they have a one in New York? It's a a brand new Broadway show. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I heard it's incredible. Tina Fey, who wrote the movie, is involved with the Broadway show. And of course, our friend Mark Waters directed the movie. Um, and I think my buddy Larry O'Keefe, I think his wife Nell wrote the lyrics. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. So um, it's gotten amazing reviews. I thought that could be fun. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe we'll just eat our way, totally. eat and sleep our way through whatever. So I think we might stay downtown because it's May. So I'm hoping the weather is going to be nice. And I love that area by the High Line. Right. Meatpacking is the coolest area. You've cool. been there. Yes, I have. So what I love about that area is the restaurant Catch. Mm-hmm. Awesome. There's one in LA too. This one is like a few different levels. It's a club and there's a rooftop mm-hmm. where you can sit outside. And it's cool. That street is all cobblestones. You can drive on it, but yeah. it's just, it's like got a great pulse. And I yeah. like the Gansevoort over there has a rooftop bar that overlooks the Hudson River. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. And fun. Just like nice to sit there. Remember I sat there by myself once? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so you would. Oh, my yeah. God. I've never, that was the first time I ever did anything like that before. So sat by myself and just. Had a drink. And I did. I had a drink. Hit on. I did. Yeah, I, I loved that. it. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you. Goodbye. Now leave." Um, do you see the ring? Bye. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like that. And then next door is Bagatelle. Right. You love Bagatelle is the coolest place. There's a few of them. 
There's one in LA. I've never been to it in LA. They have one in LA? I think so. But I hear it's not the same. Okay. Um, the one in New York is epic. And I hear the one in Miami is epic. Mm. So the one in New York, it's the best place to go for brunch. It's, it's really cool. It's all white and it's got chandeliers and all the servers are like beautiful and French. And right. there's these big, huge bowls with champagne bottles in them, like kind of cool modern art on the walls. I'm sure I've told the story before. And and it's one of those places where you can get fabulous, interesting drinks or just drink champagne. I feel like they might have those large bowls, drinks that you can share. Oh, yeah. But everyone's it's dressed gross. beautifully. And what happens on Sundays is, I can't remember what time, I think like three o'clock, they, it's, you know, if it's having brunch, they close the curtains to this place and it becomes a nightclub. That's so Like fun. South of France, dancing on tables. Girls in Superman outfits with sparklers flying through the air. Club, like, just yeah. a DJ. Oh, just crazy so fun dancing. I, awesome. Yeah, that, that's a must. That is a must. Yeah. How do people go to work the next day? Well, I think because it's at three, you get home, let's say, at like seven, eight, and you go to bed. You go yeah. to bed early. Oh, God, that sounds like so much it's fun. It's so much fun. I sent Danielle there. She had the best time. <laughs> yeah. Best time. But even if you don't want to do that thing, I have to tell you, their food is amazing. They have outdoor tables too, so that's a place I love. I'm going to just talk about that area. Then the, there's a hotel right there called The Standard. Mm-hmm. I stayed there once a very long time ago. I did not like the rooms because like the bed's on the floor. It's mm-hmm. just a, it was an odd room. Mm-hmm. But their restaurant is incredible. And they have this outdoor area, and it's sort of ivy-covered, and you just sit there and you people watch. That's fun. It's, it's a great place. And the sugar factories across the street. But mm. there's a lot of sugar factories now, I feel like, so you can kind of get that anywhere. Mm. But the sugar factories there, um, and you could sit up. But what I like about the, the standard is that there's different areas to this place. So there's an indoor area that looks kind of like, I don't want to say like a diner, but it's fancy. It's like nicer than that, but it's a diner mm-hmm. with booths and that, and there's a bar. And then there's this beautiful outdoor area that's like dripping ivy and just lovely that people so watch. Pretty. And then there's a, like a beer garden in the back. Right. And I feel like they do like karaoke on Sunday nights oh, and like fun things like yeah. that. Terry would never do stuff like that. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. Honestly, the bagatelle thing, Terry and I did once together and it was like fun with him for a half hour, like an hour. Like you do with like your girlfriends. Yeah. Well, he, that's just not his thing. Right. Like, you know, he, no. he gets over it. Yeah, yeah. That's like a thing to do with your girlfriends. Um, and he would never go to karaoke night right. at the beer garden at the standard, right. but I would, that sounds like fun. Um, and they, and they have one of those funny bathrooms downstairs where it's like the guys and the girls are like opposite each other, but you could see through oh, that's the hilarious. mirror, which is yeah. so weird. Um, so I like that. Like I said, sugar factories there. Oh, and Tao is there. Mm, that's right. T-A-O, Tao. And I love, there's one uptown that's great with the huge big Buddha that was on Sex in the City, but the one downtown is amazing. It's a little bit different. It's a little cooler. It's got a cooler vibe. They have seating going all the way down the stairs and then a big area down. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last time we were there, Jason Derulo was sitting near us. Oh, man. And you saw him at the airport too. We did? Yeah. I think we were going to New York. Oh, huh. Hi, Jason, call us. We're just available <laughs> for dinner plans if you want to get together. Um, and then what else? Where else? Do, oh, and, and also downtown, Il Molino, which we've say. talked about, yeah. which is the epic I think those are the ones Italian. that you were talking about last and that people wanted to know, like quality yeah. meats. Il yeah. Molino. Okay, so those are all my favorite like downtown places. And then Midtown, 
um, quality meats. Like I love quality meats. They have this bread that's like popovers. It's my favorite hamburger on the planet, but it's only at lunch. Right. Because they only have the grinder at lunch. But the dinner is fabulous too. Their desserts are great. They have that buttered mint edamame Yum. and waffle cut fries and their steaks are amazing. They're, all their food is good. Big lump crab salad. So good. I'm hungry now. <laughs> uh, where else do I like to eat? You know where I've not been? I've not been to the Polo restaurant, mm. the Ralph Lauren restaurant. Right. I've been to the one in Chicago. It's beautiful and the food was very good, mm-hmm. but I have not been there. What's the other one that you go to? Um, uh, Arlington Steakhouse I like. We haven't been there in a while. What? It's like another designer. What is it? Um, oh Armani God. Cafe? Armani Cafe. Armani Cafe is really fun because it's right. right there on Fifth Avenue. And so it's like in the, you know, hoity-toity shopping right. district. Yeah. And it's upstairs. At delicious Italian. Yeah. Cool, modern room fun yeah i go there with my aunt Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah i love it where else do we go i like the bar at the four seasons hotel okay you can get little light bites in there too but it's very pretty to sit there and have like a cocktail yeah yeah it's like a nice place to like perch yourself if you were like shopping around or walking around and sightseeing you just wanted to have a little glass of champagne or even a little soda or yeah. a little snack. It's just pretty to sit there and That's you don't good. have to be staying there. Right. I love the Baccarat Hotel. Yeah, that one you've spoken about. Um, That's it. That's kind of my list. Yeah. But if anyone has list. anything new they want to throw mm-hmm. my way, Beauty in Essex is cool. You know, you have to walk through a pawn. They have a working pawn shop at the opening of it. You yeah. have to walk through the pawn shop. Oh my gosh! To get cool. into it. My, here's my thing, though. It's I don't like, like their food. Actually, the one I don't in like LA. their. No, me neither. Yeah, That's not, what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's a cool gimmick, but I'm not crazy about the food. The other thing is, I feel like so many of these restaurants, as soon as they become popular, they turn them into chains. Yep. And I don't know when a location becomes like a chain. Mm-hmm. But then I start to go, all right, how many are there? And yeah, the quality of the food just, I think, decreases for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Although Tao is still very good. Yeah, that is really good. Very yeah. consistent. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what else I like in L.A.? Craig's. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but it's I've so talked hard about, to get a reservation It's there, very though. hard to get in there. Um, and I like Catch in L.A. The uh, Ivy, obviously. I love the Ivy. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, you and I liked the restaurant at the Waldorf in L.A. Oh, that's right. Remember yeah. we had caviar yeah, there one we day? Did. Well, that's all we ate, though. Mm-hmm. Is that, does that count? <laughs> I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> but I liked it. But it was nice to sit there. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Very bright. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, what we're going to do today is I think we're going to do, because we've been asked, we're getting a lot of requests for Dear Heather questions. So yes. we're going to do a bunch of Dear Heather questions. Before we do that, I'm just going to remind you to get your tickets to see me and Adam Carolla. I'm going to be on his live podcast in Santa Ana on April 21st. It's a Saturday night. Doors open at 5. Show starts at 8. It's open seating. Um, You can go to eventbrite.com. And he's so cool. And he's got such a huge following, uh, mostly guys. And so if you want to impress your guys, say, I'm getting you tickets to see Adam Carolla. And then just be so shocked when <laughs> Heather Dubrow is the guest. <laughs> and in your calendar, it says the Heather Dubrow event. Like, you know. <laughs> so funny. So funny. But you, you know what? When Adam asked me to do it, I was, first of all, very flattered. Of course, said yes. But I thought, wow, what a great opportunity because – 
ever since we did those live shows a couple of years ago, everyone's been asking us to do more. Mm-hmm. And I thought, perfect opportunity. It's in Santa Ana, easy to yep, get to. Local. April 21st, eventbrite.com. It's a Saturday night, super, super fun. Cannot wait to see you all there. I know ticket sales are going fast. So if you want to go, you want to get those now. Why is it when you shop that better for you products are so expensive? Like when they take out harmful chemicals and then charge you for that? Why? Brandless.com. All right. You know what I'm talking about. They take a $4 product and they make it organic. Boom. Suddenly it's $6. And if they make it gluten-free, whoa, well, bye-bye. There goes your paycheck. Nope. No more. Go to brandless.com where all the good stuff is just $3. No, I'm not kidding. All the things you've been paying crazy money for now organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, kosher, even cruelty-free products, you'll find online at brandless.com for just three bucks each. Essential food items, three bucks. Household goods, three bucks. Beauty needs, three bucks. Brandless has better everything for everyone, all $3. And today, go to brandless.com and use promo code HELLO to get $1 shipping on your first order. Brandless.com, promo code HELLO. Better everything for everyone, all $3. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding. But you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear a white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then... It feels like you're going to a funeral, maybe, or you're depressed. About- anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look, not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry. By the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping, and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need all in one spot. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. Hi, everybody. This is Susie Orman. And soon we'll be launching my new podcast, Women in Money. Don't you miss it. On the show, besides having a lot of fun, we're going to answer financial questions from listeners and maybe just maybe we'll even put you on so we can have a chat. Wouldn't you just love to talk to me? So be sure to check out Women and Money on Apple Podcasts, podcastone.com, and the new Podcast One app. This is Heather Dubrow's World. Here's Heather. All right. Now, what do we have for Dear Heather? Okay, here's a question from Julie in Bloomington, Indiana. It's a fashion question. Um, Dear Heather, how and when do you layer necklaces? I know that one of your trends right now is to layer necklaces, but I'm not sure when or how to do it or even what to wear when doing it. I have a Russian chrome pendant that is on a long chain. I would like to be able to wear it in a layer piece, but I am not sure how to do this. Please help, Julie. Such a good question, Julie. I love layering necklaces. Um, the thing, the biggest thing is don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. You can mix metals. I think the one thing you want to do is, is have different levels of necklaces. Like if they're too close, unless you're specifically like twisting two together or you want them to be exactly on top of each other, like sometimes like a, like two chokers 
on top of each other could be cool. But when we're talking about like long necklaces, you want to go like high, medium, low, or, you know, just different levels. So they're not on top of each other or else it might look like a mishmash. You want to be able to kind of see them. Do you think it depends on the kind of top you're wearing too? Absolutely. Um, Sometimes if I'm wearing a shorter necklace, I'll take the longer one, even though there's a pendant or something, and put it in my shirt so you just see the chain Mm. and not actually the pendant. Because I think that's kind of sexy just to see like a thin chain disappearing into something. But let's say you want to wear this pendant. I mean, it sounds like pretty striking just on its own. So like with a turtleneck or a t-shirt or a tank or anything like that. But if you wanted to layer that, to me, I would put like a low like a short, a medium, and then that's the long. Mm-hmm. And you would do same sort of metal or do you think it's you depending can, on the pendant? Maybe you can switch yeah, it up. Yeah, it depends. Like if the pendant had some gold on it, it would be really fun to throw like a gold piece on there. I love the mixed metals. I mean, if you look at Chanel's whole Gabrielle bag collection, they're all mixed metals. It's like black, gold, silver. It's all the metals mixed together. Right. It's so cool. Again, play with it. Don't overthink it. And like wear it, sometimes what I'll do is I'll put it on and I'll walk in the other room and go do a few other things, whatever, and come back and look at it again and mm-hmm. go, okay, do I still like it? Do right. I like this? Take a piece off. Does it now look like something's missing? So just play with it really, yeah. You really just have to play with them and there's no rhyme or reason to it. And at the end of the day, if you like it and it makes you happy, mm-hmm. go for it. Love that. Here's a question from Lindsay. It says, hi, Heather. I've been working out now in the last couple of weeks. I have been so sluggish and no energy to work out. Any tips on how to stay motivated? It just feels so tired all of a sudden. It is hard to stay motivated. I will tell you that two days ago, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I am so not in the mood to be here. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Sometimes you just have to do the best you can that day. Sometimes you feel like a superstar. Sometimes you don't. What I do find is though, if I release myself to it, once my blood starts pumping, you'll get into it. I'll get into it. And I'm good. Not all the time. There's Mm -hmm. definitely sometimes. Here's what I do. Sometimes take a day off. Mm -hmm. Just take a day off. Maybe you don't want to be there. Right. It's okay. Give yourself permission to take a day off. But it sounds like she's just like not in a motivated mood. Here's the other thing. If you don't like the workout you're doing, you're not going to stay motivated. I get bored. Like when Terry and I travel and we go to the gym in the hotel or something, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I hate it. I'm like, how many minutes do I have to be in here? What can I do in here? Right. Because I'm not self-motivated like that. Like you need a, you need a trainer. Like you need someone to be like, tell you what to do, how long to do it. I want to go unconscious. Right. So I want to go into a class or go to a trainer or go somewhere where they go, go here, go here, go here, do this, do this, do this. I don't, I don't even really want a private trainer unless it's Mona. But, yeah. but again, Mona is more because I like, right. like, but like hanging out with classes, her. But even in classes, they're like, you know, coaches, trainers, whatever. I'm just saying when you have a private trainer, then you got to hang out and talk to them. Yeah. I love being in that class setting because I can do my own thing. I don't have to talk to anybody, but someone's telling me what to do. Right. I love that. Go unconscious. I really think that Julie's problem is she hasn't found the right workout yet. Mm-hmm. Because if you are at your point where you're like, I am so over this, I just can't do this anymore, it means you need to switch up. Yeah. So figure out what that is. Either you need to do an every other day, this and that, switch completely, pull something else into your into your world. I, I'm telling you, I, and I've talked about the boxing before, 
One of the things I love about the boxing is that it's only 45 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Whereas when I go to Orange Theory, it's an hour, which I love too. But there's just something about cutting off 15 minutes that feels like someone turned on the fan. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And so maybe it's that. Right. Maybe it's finding something that you do, you know, every other day that's a little shorter. Yeah. Or just a complete change up, just something completely different. Trust me, that will fix it. And maybe you'll glom onto something that you like better. Right. For me, it's getting new workout clothes. Oh. It almost motive. For me, it's the hardest part is putting on the clothes and getting out of the house. Once I'm out, I'm like, okay, I already went this far. I'm just going to go and whatever. But I, for me, like if I buy like a new outfit, like a new, like from Forever 21, cheap, but like it's cute and it's new. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put it on and I want to strut it and then go on your way. I wear like the same thing to the gym every day. I have the same pants because I don't like a lot of pants, but like the top. So I get excited to like put on the new top and I'm like, okay, I'm going to work out. Isn't that so top. funny? Yeah. I'm like Steve Jobs. I have got <laughs> 10 pairs the of the same. pants, 10 pairs of the, I just so wear the funny. same. I, the bra is different only because I can't find 10 of the same right. whatever. <laughs> so I'll just buy different, you know, sports bras. So. I don't even think about it. The first thing I do when I get up in the morning is put on the workout clothes. Yeah. Just like brushing your teeth. Right. Unless I have to be somewhere super early. Yeah, exactly. And then I don't. Um, But I honestly, I think that's what it is. So for you, it's the workout gear. It's how you look. Because honestly, when you you look like you're confident in your workout clothes, you want to go. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have my same outfit. I feel good in it. I just feel like it's, you know, and I don't really want to be looked at. Right. So then maybe it's better for you to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Natalie, do you love your sheets? I'm obsessed with it. Like, I don't want to get out of bed. It's bad. That's a problem. (laughs) I may want to switch them back to the bad ones. That's a problem because you need to get here on time. I know. Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen, you love your bedding. Do you know you spend a third of your life in your sheets? I believe it. A third of your life. So wouldn't you want to sleep on the best sheets possible? Well, there's this company called brooklinen.com. It's the best, most comfortable sheets and with no big markup. That's the big thing. I love that it's a husband and wife team that founded it because and their philosophy is the most beautiful, comfortable home essentials, no crazy prices, no unnecessary markups, no fees. Most bedding that you buy, like at the store, is marked up as much as 300%. Plus, Brooklyn and Sheets was named the winner of the best online bedding category by Good Housekeeping. Tons of colors, tons of patterns, and this is luxury bedding underpriced. You got to try these sheets today. Brooklyn and Sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets you will ever sleep on. And brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code Heather at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to go to use promo code Heather at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code Heather. Brooklinen, best sheets ever. Um, Okay, here's the last question from Miranda in Wisconsin. Um, Dear Heather, I was listening to your podcast a few weeks ago when you were talking about the fight between you and Terry, and you had mentioned that he says mean things out of anger that aren't true. My question is, do you believe that people's true feelings come out when they're angry? Oh, what a good question. What do you think? Yeah, I think, well, I think like, you know, they say babies don't lie, drunk people don't lie. I think when you're in that state of anger... It may be an exaggeration, but I think it's still stemming from 
a place of turmoil, of something that's bothering you. So it may not be, you know, to that extreme, but I think that it's obviously stemming from something. I think people display anger in different ways. And I think that if you're really mad at, I mean, haven't you ever thought in your head like F you? Yeah. But you wouldn't say it out loud. Right. Right. But you could think it to yourself. Like, like I would never say that to Terry. Right. There's ever. Just, yeah. I just wouldn't. Um, now I'm going, wait, have I ever said that? No, <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Um, no, I would never say that. I would think it though. Mm-hmm. If he was, if he did something like that, I would mm-hmm. think it, but I wouldn't say it out loud. I think, um, sometimes people get vocal with the stuff that's in their head. It's okay. You know, like it's okay to have thoughts. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to act on mm-hmm. them. There's always a moment in a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a marriage or a mother, daughter or a father, son, mother, son, whatever right. it is. By the, haven't you ever had moments where you hated your parents? Of course, right. Trust me, they hate you too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. But all right, but let's talk about. Let's use it in terms of that. I mean, I, I've had thoughts about my kids, and I know they've said mean things to me. Do I think if my kid, when they're angry, says "I hate you," do I think that that's true? Right. No. No. What I think is, in that moment, they hate the situation. Mm-hmm. They blame me for what's going on. And that's how it's manifesting itself. I think in when if Terry crosses the line with me, I think he is so he's lashing out because he's mad and he doesn't know how to and, use the right. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just one of those things. Do I think that's true? No. I I think it's a version of how they feel. Mm-hmm. Meaning, right? So it's stemming from something. It's not necessarily. No, you know what I think it is actually. I think it's that he almost like he wants to hurt me a little. Because right. he's mad. There's definitely a portion and of that. And so he knows that would hurt me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say something to be mean to you. You know how like when the you're people, fighting... The when, people closest to you know, know how to push your buttons. That's exactly yes, what I'm saying. Totally. I think that's the answer. I think it's that not like, oh, I really feel this way or I think that you're a, let's say, a bitch. Like, right. do I think that... do Like, if he called me a bitch, like, would I think he thinks I'm actually... No. Right. But if he said it to me in a moment of anger, I mean, I think that's him you know, lashing out. Trying to get a reaction, just trying to get, yeah. Yes. I, I, and I like agree. And like poking. Yeah. So I think it depends on what the what the verbiage is. It's like what kids do. Yeah. When kids mm-hmm. do that, like, I don't like you, or you smell, or you, yeah. you know, <laughs> right. whatever they say, you know, that they just say those things. Do I think that, but it's such a good question though, because you really do have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Right, because then in the moment you're like, well, is that really what you think about? Well, we've had those conversations because, like I said, I don't cross the line. There are people that just when they're angry can't control what comes out of their mouths. It's almost a slightly Tourette's type thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's just different kinds of people. Maybe there's people that when they're angry, their filter goes away Mm -hmm. and the truth does come out. Yeah. And maybe there are some people who just lash out and are just feeling mean and just say things to hurt you because yeah. they're hurt. Right. But it's not really how they feel. But I've said that to him. I've said to him, well, how do I know which is the truth? That mm-hmm. or this? And he'll say to me like, well, sometimes, and, and this is very Terry, but he goes, well, sometimes I'll say things just to shock you because I feel like if I shock you, then you'll shut the whole thing down. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're in a fight and he... We haven't done this in a long time, actually, but it used to be like we'd fight about something and and he would say something shocking or or cross the line with me and then I would go, whoa, whoa. Like, Like, okay. All right. We're gone too far now. And I would like shut it down and we'd be normalized. So he 
sometimes he says he does it because of that. Interesting. Isn't it crazy how everyone has a different way of fighting? Yes. It's such a big deal, though, in a relationship or in, in any relationship, whether you are a mom or a husband or a wife or whatever, a daughter, you know? But it's it's something that, I, I don't, I mean, how do you, what's what's right and what's wrong? Yeah. You know? But I know, like, I've been mad sometimes and said things I didn't mean. Right. Imagine having anger issues, though. That, that's, that must be really a hard thing to have to deal with. Yeah. Because some people would just say, like, I blacked out. Like, I just, I was in such, like, rage, rage or anger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be that terrible. That they just say things. Yep. Just to say it. Just terrible. To, yeah. And then they feel bad and awful. I mean, gosh. I so. think one of the biggest parts of, like, having a good relationship is figuring out how to fight. It's not yeah. easy. I mean, here, Terry and I are 21 years into our relationship. And we went out, oh, the night of the skinny margaritas where you were, your uh-huh. birthday. Terry and I were having skinny margaritas. Everything was fine. We had a very nice time. But something happened, like, right at the end of dinner. I, I don't even remember what it was. It was completely insignificant. We had had several right. skinny margaritas. And you know what we did? We went home and didn't fight about it. So it was just like, it was like a... We, like... You were irritated. All, no, it was like, he said something, I said something, he said something, and it could have escalated very quickly <laughs> yeah. into a big fight. And we drove home pretty much in silence... Uh, not drove, but yes, you Uber, right. Yeah. Ubered. I mean, I mean, like we were in the car. But right when we got to the house, I put my hand on his hand. And that just completely settled the whole and thing. And he held my hand. We were still both mad. Yeah. And we got out of the car. We didn't even talk about it. And we went our separate ways. And I think he went to see one of the kids. I went to the other. We didn't cross paths. Went to sleep. And the next day I had gotten up early to go to the gym or something where he went to work. I don't remember. It was a Saturday. And um, I texted him and I said, I love you. That was about nothing. And um, blah, blah, whatever else I had to text him for the day. And he wrote me back. He goes, I'm so proud of us. Friday night, we had a little alcohol on board. We let it go. It was about nothing. I love you. That's so great. Yeah. See? So it's just a learning Curve. But I think, yeah, I think we've gotten so much better at doing that. I don't even want to say that out loud because as soon as you say that, know, you know, knock on wood, all of a sudden you're in a fight. But I mean, that is, I, I'm seeing all these people getting divorced. I know. Channing Tatum? Like what? I know, but don't you feel like when you see posts? No, but she hadn't been posting. They had posted like maybe one or two things here and there, but it really wasn't a lot about them. Ever? Not a lot. Hmm. Like if you look at in their recent things, but it's so sad. They were like the cutest couple. But they used to post about each other. Yeah. A before. lot. Yeah. Right. I, you know what? Uh, and I just feel like when I see posts like my bride. My but, you vi- and, but you and Terry post a lot about each other. and you- A lot about each other. But he never writes like my bride. Oh, so I don't know what they wrote in their captions. What I'm, but- I, I, me neither. I'm just saying like sometimes when I, when I read people's things to each other, it makes yeah. me go... Why do you need to like over... Yeah, it just seems like a lot. It seems put on mm-hmm. in some cases. Yeah. I'm not saying Channing Tatum. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened, but it makes me sad when I see people are getting divorced. It's so sad. Who else was getting divorced? Kendra Wilkinson, I think. Yeah. But that was sort of... I mean, you could see that. Coming. They'd had a rocky road. Yeah. But um, I know there was someone else. Uh... Who was like America's sweetheart? Was it me? No. <laughs> I don't know. But it's funny because I was listening. To, I listened to Dak Shepard's um, podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to Kristen Bell, his wife. Right. And they were saying how they ha- there's so much pressure on them. Yes. Because 
everyone thinks that, that that's couple goals. That's couple goals. And they're like, you know, we're just like everyone else. We have issues. We have fights. We don't get along every day. You know, she pisses me off. I, he, I piss her off. Right. And it's just that pressure of everyone thinking, oh, my gosh. Like People write that about us, too. Couple yeah. goals, 21 years, yeah. bloody, bloody. By the way, I think the I, I resonate with the fact that people like Look it. Look up to Yeah, but to also that's why I try to talk about the, the pimples, you know? You, yeah. Because you have to. And how we're, how we're moving along in a good way. I mean, I wouldn't stay in a relationship that was bad. Right. Or destructive or, you know, you don't want to be, uh, no one should be miserable. We're very lucky. I mean, I'm very grateful. We have a beautiful life and a very, very good relationship. But it's not without trials and tribulations. And it's how yeah. you get through them is how, you know. But social media likes to, you know, romanticize these couples that are seen out together and just blissfully happily. And it's like, you know, that's not, that's not the reality. I would much rather Terry write me a beautiful card than post something about me on Instagram. <laughs> no, I I'm agree. not saying he can't, but I don't. My point but had, is this: but had he not posted anything, you would be irritated. Well, only because he'll post about Paul. But that's what I'm saying. Yes, but Riley did I, that to me. He posted about the, his Lido house and not and about not you. me. So I guess like, what I mean is not necessarily the posting, but what he says in the post. Like I don't need the world to hear him say the beautiful things that he should have written in the card in the private I, I, card that I totally agree that's my private stuff like yes. tell me that I don't need everyone to know how you feel about yeah. it I mean you can write my I, love, I love my wife happy birthday or yeah. look how cute my girl I don't know like just right. silly things I like when he posts but not like the, the novel of like everything you mean to him Yes, you're the, my sun and my moon. And my, like, <laughs> right. write that in a card. Right, right. Or like any personal things. Yeah. Like, like personal jokes. I agree. Right? No, I agree. But the post is nice, too. But post is nice. But it's, it's got to have like the, the real thing yeah. with it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, this was so fun. I know. That was a good I think we have a guest next week. Do we? Um, we have to figure out next week, actually. Okay. That then we'll talk about that yeah. later. Don't forget all of our great sponsors. ADT Security. Get rates as low as $28.99 a month. ADT.com slash podcast. Brandless. Never pay a brand tax on common items again. Brandless.com with promo code HELLO. Brooklinen. Get $20 off and free shipping. Brooklinen.com with promo code HEATHER. Box of Style. Get $25 off your first season. Boxofstyle.com slash HEATHER. And Amazon. Keep the podcast free while you shop. Amazon.com slash shop slash Heather Dubrow. All right. So before we go, what do we want to tell everyone? Um, Adam Carolla, buy your tickets. Buy your tickets. Eventbrite.com, April 21st. I'm so excited. Live taping of Adam Carolla's podcast. It's going to be at the eSports Arena in Santa Ana, California. So all you gals out there who want to give your guys something awesome, get them tickets to see Adam Kroll. And guess who his guest is? Me! It'll be so fun. We're going to have such a great time. All right, can't wait to see you all there. And uh, I can't wait to see you all next week. Thanks for listening to Heather Dubrow's World. Download new episodes every Tuesday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Good news. For the first time ever, the Adam Carolla Show is in virtual reality. Live, Saturday, April 21st. Heather Dubrow is going to be joining us. Just a one-time $4.99 subscription, and you can see it on your phone or your computer in virtual 360 reality. You don't need glasses, only a web-enabled device. Experience a live show from the comfort of your own internet. 
It's not going to air as a regular show, so you can only see it in person Saturday, April 21st, or buy the VR download and watch on your favorite device. Get it at podcastone.com slash Corolla VR. Podcastone.com slash Corolla VR.